on the Get Loud Podcast. It's a new year. New us, though? A resolution? You uh, got some? Uh, I do. You already broke them, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did. How you doing, everyone? It is the Get Loud Podcast presented by SeatGeek, the official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders. Jinx, Smoot. You had me grooving before the show. Most definitely. You know, up in smoke. That's one of my jams. Christy on. I like to, I, I'm groovy. Like I told you, I was supposed to have been like 30 years old in the 70s because mm-hmm. I'm funky as a pot of greens. That's what I like to do. I'm groovy. I enjoy it. How about you? I know you like kind of hurting from what happened this weekend to your Texas mm, Longhorns. It was tough, Washington. man. It was t- Look how happy you are. I, no, no. Listen, I had no dog <laughs> in the fight. Like I told people that I felt like Michigan was going to beat Alabama. Yep. So that takes the SEC out to fight. I just feel like Michigan was the best team. I did too. The game I did not know about and I could not guess was Texas Washington. Honestly, I felt like we got beat by the better team. And sometimes that's just the way it is. I try to look at a big picture like before the season, if you had told me you're going to win a conference, you're going to play in the college football semifinal, I would have yeah. said any day I'd of the week. Any, me, any, any day of the week. So it hurts, but the trip was great. Had New Year's Eve in New Orleans. What did I want to know what you did for New Year's Eve. I, listen, New Year's is overrated to me. Yeah. Like, it's it's a day of commerce. Like, the one thing Fred Smoot won't be getting beat by is days of commerce. All right? <laughs> and I know holidays that only built off commerce. The first day of the year, I usually, for some reason, I usually be sick on New Year's. Like, I usually, like, catch one cold a year. Yeah. It usually happens during New Year's. Right. It didn't happen this year. Me and Tanner just went out, had dinner, chill. We didn't do much. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't do much because New Year's is, I'm not coming to your establishment and let you charge me five times the right. amount just because it's New Year's. So, I'm even like that about Valentine's Day. When we were in New Orleans... My girlfriend, the lovely Catherine, she yeah. had never really gambled That's my a whole mom's bunch. name, so oh, I, I dig the name Catherine. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So we went to the casino, because you know it's right there. Yeah, I was like, why would And this? we just pulled out a couple hundred bucks, $50. It was minimum $50, which for me is a lot of money. Lost the first, and I was mad, man, because I had a 16 what did you play? playing blackjack. All right, all right. And I should have hit that 16, didn't do it, because he had a 7. I was trying to get cute. I was so mad. Then we went back. Yeah. We went back, won four straight hands, doubled down on a couple, and I was like, baby, we got to walk right now. Did you pay for the trip? Did you pay for the trip? I didn't trip? pay for the trip. But she got that buck. She was like, I think we could have made a grand. I was like, nope, don't do that. That's, that's, how, they that's stay, how they get you. That's how the buildings stay built. Exactly. Vegas not built because they lose. Right. All right, understand that. And that's what I tell people all the time I'll never forget. Me and my ex-wife went to Vegas one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go down to the craft table. She's like, baby, I'm tired. We just left the concert. I'm going yeah. to the room. i like, I'm going to stay here at the scrap table because I'm a momentum guy, and I like to talk trash. Yeah, yeah. So craps is my game. <laughs> That's perfect for you. I'm, I'm starting to play. Marion Barber walks up, right? And I know him because I had just played in Minnesota at the time. He was a Minnesota gopher. Oh, that's right. And he had got drafted to the Cowboys. He walks up, and another dude walks up, and let's just call him Todd. All right? All right we're going to call him Todd. Todd. Uh, Older guy, established, tycoon-like. Okay. And we just all start talking. We don't start gambling instantly. We just start talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Then we start gambling. We kept the dice between the three of us for like an hour and five minutes. Did you really? We kept the dice so long that I, I could tell that the casino was sending coolers down. Like when they send oh, they yeah. this, this bad luck, like yep. they was born with bad luck. Yep. Hey, they were sitting, like we kept the dice so long that when we cashed out, I cashed out at like 65, 70, Mary and Bob were 50, 
Tycoon got 90,000. 90, oh, my God. So the casino lost right at 300,000 right there with just the three Ooh. of us on the crap table. That's how hot we got. And you think I was talking trash? I was letting them have it. <laughs> like, that, that's my thing. That's why I only play craps, because I feel like it's the only equal game in the casino. I think they, it's the best odds in the casino. They can't control it. Yeah. And I can bet when somebody's going to fail. Like, mm-hmm. so it ain't like I always got a bet on a winner. I think mm-hmm. it's the most even game. I just don't get caught up in the cards. Yeah, yeah. I think the cards can be manipulated yeah. different than the crap game. Well, that's – I was trying to tell – I was like, listen – Trust me, this always goes bad at some point. We got to walk now. We're ahead. Let's enjoy our Let's New Year's. Let's go get this exactly. And, these and we Austin. did. Yeah. So, do you have any New Year's resolutions? We talked about it a little bit. You said you already broke yours? Yeah, New Year's lies is what I call it. Okay. We all get together and tell ourselves, you know what? I'm going to be a better me this year. Mm. And this is how I'm going to be a better me okay. by uh, doing this. I I'm bought, I bought myself a bike. So I'm finna start riding. A bicycle by, or a motorcycle? A, no, a bicycle. Okay. A bicycle, because I want to work out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, wanna, I don't want to strain the joints. I already put too much pressure on them. Feet already bad. Don't want none of it. Mm-hmm. I bought me a bike. I'm going to ride the bike. B. Mitch and Santana are already, like, years ahead of me. because aren't, they, aren't they part of a club or something? B. Mitch is part of a bike gang. That's what I told him. They part <laughs> of a biker gang that bicycles, like, they would go, like, 30 miles. It's 30 miles back. I ain't ready for that. Right. That's right? a lot. I'm going to start off slow into my biking career. All right? Now, Jinx, I got to be honest with okay. you. Okay. As a man of the cloth, <laughs> I have always said, because you know what? I really get mad when I pull up and I'm riding down the street and mm-hmm. it's a biker mm-hmm. wearing those biking shorts with the butt pads in it. Yep. I said, never the whole me. gear. I said, never me. Never would Fred Schmoot do it. I had to buy some the other day. Did it? I did it. Do you have the helmet on, the tight shirt? I'm not. I'm not gonna put it on. I, I'm. I'm, I'm kind of ashamed to put the whole fit on. Nah, you should do it. Cause Fall I, in. it got butt pads in it. Like, <laughs> if you're gonna ride that long, though, no, that's what they tell me. If you're gonna ride long, you gotta have these butt pads. But me myself, never. I'm gonna take a picture of it. It's gonna be a picture of shame. <laughs> but I am gonna do it hiking. It's one of my things that I kind of lost in the last two yeah. years. I love to hike. I love the wilderness. I love to just go in the woods. So I'm going to get back into my hiking. And I'm a cave crawler. Like I'd have been through the Shenandoah. A spelunker. Uh, yes, I am. I have been through the Shenandoah. So I, I got to get back to the basics. Okay. That's what I said I'm going to do for my New Year's resolution. I'm going to get back to Daniel Boone, a.k.a. Fred Schmoot Third. Okay. Because I, like, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm in my happiness when I'm like, in the woods, yeah, I'm yeah. like doing something that technology can't help me with. I'm going to get back to that type of stuff. So just nature, period. That's what I said for this year I'm going to do. What about yourself? Uh, I told you I want to meditate more because here's the thing. If, you, if you're if you around me enough. Shaolin Monk style? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, always like moving around, yeah. always fidgety. on my phone. Yeah, I'm fidgety because when I'm doing this show, I got to work on my show for tomorrow. Yeah. When I'm done with that, I got something else to do. Like yeah. sometimes, like my girl will be like, hey, babe, just – just chill out. Just chill out for a little bit. Yeah. Just chill. So I did that yesterday, and once I do that, then I calm just a little, and I do chill out a little more. Uh-huh. And when you do that, it starts to affect your health. You can kind of get crazy. So I'm but trying to work out because you got a high metabolism, or you just got a lot of energy. Like that's not a bad thing. That's keeping you looking young. Because I see people your age. I'm look, trying, man. Look like they got LeBron face. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm always moving. 
So I'm trying to find that balance between I want to be active, you know, yeah, but I not want, too active, but not too active where I can't like enjoy things a little bit more. I think that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Well, I always say this about people for New Year's: tell your lie to yourself and try to at least make fifty percent of it correct. Okay, like if you said this is what I'm gonna do, I was talking to my boy Rock Cartwright New Year's. He was yeah, like, this year I'm just gonna be a nicer me. Okay. I like that's, that's I like a that. good simple yeah. thing because he can be a meanie. Can I, he? Yeah, he, is. he got Napoleon complex. Yeah, he can be a meanie. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I like people that just make simple. Like his was very simple. Right. I'm just gonna be a nicer me. That's it. I like and that. And as we get older, I think we start to focus on the stuff that really matters. Because mm-hmm. when we younger, we like you know what my New Year's resolution is is to make six million dollars this year. <laughs> like we, we we get these, these crazy astronomical. Things yes. when we're younger, when we old, is just simple. Mm-hmm. We want peace. Yes. Everybody trying to find peace. And that's what I think the hardest thing in the world is because you got work and that's turbulent. You got family that's turbulent. Peace. Where is your inner peace? Well, mine is walking through caves. All right. Huh? So I might have to go to Vietnam and go to the biggest cave. Oh, you time. love that cave. Sung Dong Hung. I do. What is it called? Sung Dong Hung. Sung Dong Hung. Yeah. Okay. I probably didn't pronounce that right because I'm Southern. That's all right. All right. At least That's you right. know about it. <laughs> Most people don't even know about it. Hey, listen. You could fit Manhattan in this cave. It's dead big. Vertically, wide. It has its own atmosphere. It has its own cloud system. It has its own everything. It's so big that we don't even know how big it is because we haven't explored the whole cave. Meaning we could live. We could take a civilization and live in that cave. Well, this probably will not keep people calm, yeah. but yeah. if you had to look back at last week's game, mm. you need to talk about it a little bit. Mm. One as bad as people thought it was going to be. It wasn't because there were some good things about it, maybe in the red zone. At the end, talent kind of won out, I, I feel like. I, I felt like this was I got to give these guys respect because I haven't been here where they at. I've mm-hmm. been on a team that was 4-12. and 12. Yeah. They ain't stopped playing. I respect that. Yep. All right? They could have easily – uh, been part of the all-U-Haul team and already left, mentally already in the Bahamas, mentally already mm-hmm. in Japan, wherever they want to go. They didn't do that, and, and we did it with youth. It was the young guys playing against Brandon Ayuk. It was the young guys playing against Debo Samuels. It was the young guys playing against them. I have to yep. give these guys props. At the end of the day, people thought we was going to lose to these guys 40-0. to These guys came out there and kept it tight for three quarters. They did. But like you said, the talent outweighed the effort at the end of it, and it was just too much for them. But I have to give these guys props on how they played, and I don't believe in more victories. You know, I ain't really one of those guys for that. But I respect them because at this time of the year, situation they in, you playing for the name on back of the jersey as much as the name on front of the jersey. So I respect them for playing like that. So who is someone either side of the football who you thought, I like the way this individual performed, stepped up in this spot? Beyond football, I win football. In in this game, in this particular game. I, I, I would game. go Quan, let's have fun, Martin. Okay. I thought Quan was physical. Mm-hmm. I thought he played Debo tough in the slot. I thought I thought he just – I can always tell when a player, when the game is slowing down for him. Yeah. It looks like the football game is slowing down for Quan Martin. It's like – now I'm ready to, like, show y'all what I can really do. So I'm looking for him to really start fast next year because of what's happening at the end of this year. So Quan Martin is that guy that I thought 
got a lot of confidence yeah. from from the uh, from playing San Francisco. Even when you may get beat, it's not your best game, but when you have those moments against star players, against yeah. very good teams, and yeah. you're a young guy, how much can you take from that? Oh, you're going to take a lot from yeah. it because I'm going to pound my chest. I I just shut down T.O. Mm-hmm. I just ran step for step with Randy Moss. I just uh, got in a fight with Steve Smith. I just <laughs> did what I had to do. And, yeah, you take that into the offseason and say, all right, now I got to take it to another level. Mm-hmm. Now, there go the whole thing about it. Now that you know you belong, now, where are you in the picking order? Like, that's what he found out this weekend. Yep. I belong in the league. Now, where am I in the picking order? And this to be continued by his work, his effort, and what happens next year. Let's pay some bills. Uh, I, I, I got a question I want to ask you about uh, that. How you pay them bills? Let's, let's pay them bills. Let's start with Honda. You guys know Honda. Uh, why not? Come Everybody on, knows Honda. Everybody knows Honda. You got to feel the power yeah, of this CRV hybrid and Accord hybrid, Honda's most electrifying vehicles yet. Find adventure in one of Honda's rugged SUVs and trucks like the Pilot Trail Sport, Honda's most rugged SUV ever, or experience the thrilling performance of the fun to drive Honda Civic with an available turbocharged engine. Get power performance and ruggedness with Honda. Find the Honda perfect for you. See your local Honda dealer today. Ain't that Bob Barker ish right there? That's just very Bob Barker ish right there. I got one more for you. Recycle track systems. Transforming the way commercial businesses and communities manage waste and recycling. They combine the power of AI with premium customer service, not regular customer service. Premium. Premium. Mm. To optimize waste pickup schedules, ensuring timely and efficient collections to keep our neighborhoods cleaner and greener. Greener. Visit Mm. RTS.com to learn more about how they can help your business manage waste more responsibly. See, I remember when my guy Ryan, you know, the guy that pays our bills. Yep. They tried to... Bring a recycling guy here to test my recycling knowledge. Did you school him? I schooled him. Right. Because you know what? Every time they try to do this and test my knowledge, I have to one-up them. All right? I do simple things about recycling. One, they cannot recycle stuff unless it's cleaned by you first. And most people don't understand that. Oh, really? So if you got glass and you got plastic and you want it to be recycled, you need to clean that first. Another thing is most things that you think you're putting in the recycled thing cannot even be recycled. So you got to understand what can and what can't be recycling. And I think at the end of the day, we need to take recycling to another level because most of our recycling actually does go to Asia, if you didn't know that. I often you need to be on Jeopardy. For <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, no. It, it, that's what happens. We I believe you. It, we send it to Asia. I want to talk more about the NFL, but when you were talking about some of the guys that you played against, yeah. was there a receiver? It could be a big-name receiver or not, because sometimes it's interesting how a receiver's skill set, for some reason, just is very difficult based on your skill set. I was say, it's, it's about you. Yes. Like, what, like me, my, how should I say, Achilles heels with tiny receivers. Right. I tiny receiver that's fast, quick, you can lose sight of. Mm-hmm. Like they be like, well, you in Plexico, you had no problem with Plexico. Plexico 6'6. Six, six. I could play basketball. I used to be a basketball player. Like, yeah. So dealing with Randy Moss, T.O., Plexico, that's my bag. Right. I, bring me a Santana Moss. Are you bring me a Tariq Hill? Yeah. Coach, I need help. Because <laughs> you know what? The quick, the fast. I got long hands, so if I don't get them on them, I got long arms. If I don't get it on them and I miss them, now they got a chance to go beat me. Yeah. So every match just not good for you, and that's what the NFL, That's how the NFL humbles you. For every guy you dominate, 
The NFL made three, four guys that gonna dominate you. Mm-hmm. And that go the battle of attrition. They go the battle of saying, okay, let me take my notes on this dude. Yep. He did this, he did this on me. Next game, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna counter this with this, this, and this. I'm never gonna play you the same. All right, and that's why when I finish the league, I have a tablet. Of all the notes I took on every receiver I ever played. Really? And if I played you more times than one, I got, like, added notes. Mm-hmm. This didn't work. This works. This didn't work. This works. So it's the book of smoot. All right? It's the key of shutting everybody down because everybody got flaws. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to find your flaws. So if your flaw ain't in your talent, I got to find a flaw with your office coordinator on how you're going to attack me. So, so it's, it's next level deep when it comes to pro sports. How much of that do people not consider when they're thinking about preparing? You, you hear game film all the time, which yeah. I get that. Yeah. But there, I feel like that's what separates good from exceptional, which is I'm going to take notes. I'm doing a deep dive. I've got to do the research to make sure I'm prepared from every angle. Well, I was a DB. I had the luxury of walking into my first meeting room. Deion Sanders in there, mm-hmm. my blueprint. Uh, Daryl Green. I don't have to say nothing. No, you don't. Champ Bailey. They Jeez. all got something coming. Yellow Jackets. Yep. I walked in that room. All I did was ask questions. What, how, what I need to do. Yeah. One, I need you to take notes. Two, I need you to be a grass athlete. Mm-hmm. Three, I'm going to be on telling me, hey, listen. You see that stuff Daryl Green doing? Can't nobody Daryl Green, but Daryl Green. All right. Do you run a 421? I'm like, no. Well, you can't do what he did. <laughs> so, like, I, I love the fact that he was like, hey, you have to take a little bit of each player, mm-hmm. learn, and say, what can I translate to the field? And how can I translate it to the field? So, I think my knowledge that I acquired so early allowed me to be a day one starter in this league. It allowed me to prosper mm-hmm. as a day one starter in the league. And I think that's what really set kids back. Like, we can have the same talent level. If your coach better than mine, I'm gonna play. You gonna play better than me? Yeah. It's as simple as that. So, can you defeat coaching? Can you exceed coaching? Can you take coaching? That's part of it. So, who was one guy that gave you trouble that we we might not think about? You're like, man, this dude always gives me trouble just based right, on well, his game. Well, of course, me and Steve Smith. That's famous. Yes. Uh, I would say Antonio Bryant. Okay. Dallas Cowboys. Went to Pitt, right? He went to we Pitt. We were talking about those Pitt guys. Listen, Pitt puts out, when they put him out. They put him out. They put him out. Tonio was, like, to beat me, because I talked so much and I was, like, mm-hmm. kind of thuggish, you had to out-thug me. Okay. And Antonio Brown was thuggish. He loved to fight. He was just right at his real well. Ain't no punk in him. I, so He and, wanted it. And Antonio was built like me. Okay. Like, when you have to play against a mirror of mm-hmm. yourself, the competition get a little hard. Yeah, so yeah. mentally he's like me. We're the same height. We're the same speed. We're the same everything. Yeah. That becomes a dog fight. So Antonio Bryant and David Boston. Do you remember I him? I remember David Boston. It's uh, Ohio State. Big dude. I would never forget. I walked out there my rookie year. And him and LeVar because... No Penn State, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. They had a little thing. They were standing by each other in pregame warm-up, and they were the same size. Oh, I say, LeVar's my linebacker. <laughs> Why is David Boston? <laughs> right. And then he was an idiot. He would come out there, and he was wear these red contact lenses. Okay. So he would just look like a devil. 
And I'm like, dude, just what? to mess with people. He would wear, and then he had these like he had like a, a piercing like right here, and he would wear it during the game. Like he's not, he's just throwed in every facet. And then when I say big, two hundred and forty pounds of wide receiver, I was like, you know what? This is finna be, this is finna be a day for me. I, I'm fine <laughs> with it. So, run blocking downs, mm-hmm. it's a fight. It's a literally fight. I never forget. He cracked on Dale Green so hard. Okay. I said, you can't do my OG like that. We just throw a fight right on the field. Because I was like, it's just too much. He was an animal. He was a defensive-minded offensive player. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was different with a dog like David Boston. Like, listen to me. You had to be ready for a, a true battle right there. And I'm talking about all 80 plays. Mm-hmm. Ain't no playoff with this dude. Right. All 80 plays. So we're getting now to the point where – We'll be talking playoffs here in a couple weeks. Yeah. So playoffs, playoffs, mm-hmm. playoffs. Mm-hmm. What is one a storyline, a play, anything when you look back at the season thus far? We are like, man, I love that Joe Flacco is quarterbacking a team, or Joe I love Flack Lamar diverted. playing at a MVP level. Like, what have you seen this season? Just overall, do you think I really love this part of the league this season? You know what I love? I love the fact that the law firm of Lamar, Lamar, and Lamar mm-hmm. has showed people that I'm, not only am I going to win the MVP, I could be the best player in football. Yep. I, And this is what I really love. Teams had a chance to bid on him, and they didn't. They didn't. I, they never, you never thought Lamar was going to get to the point that he runs to throw? Now he's unstoppable. Yes. Like now you gave him weapons for the first time? Zay Flowers, OBJ, likely. Mark Andrews is out. Nothing has stopped Doesn't this matter. Team. Like, when I look at the Ravens team, mm-hmm. where's the weakness? Special teams. I got the best kicker ever. Yep. All right? Special teams on lock. Defense. And we top five. Yeah. Offense. What you need us to do? We can run the ball at you with the quarterback, running back, whoever. We can pass the ball and beat you by 45. Them beating Miami the way they did? Them beating the 49ers the way they did? The most complete team in football. Mm -hmm. And I love that it's led by Lamar, Lamar, and Lamar. Because nobody want to get his dude respect. And he's only just been quietly doing his job. And he's the only quarterback. And I know he is his own agent. That that one MVP that has no commercials. Like That's a at one point, point the, he need to have a Wawa commercial or something. <laughs> like, come on, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Like he has no commercial something. And at the very least, like before each game, I load up with a big hoagie from Sheets. Yeah. Like anything. Anything. Hey, you know what? Hey, I love Blue Magic Grease. Like anything. <laughs> How could you not? He's one of the highest-paid players mm-hmm. in the league. He's a quarterback. You know how they are. they politicians. Oh, yeah. How could Lamar not have any commercial success? And that's what I'm wondering. Does he take a Super Bowl? I think an them? agent has a lot to do with that. And he has no or agent. Or lack of agent. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just think, but they still can reach out. Yeah. Like, major, major corporations still can reach out and say, you know what, we want you to be our face guy. Never got in trouble. Mm-hmm. Not any of that type dude. Like, why not Lamar Jackson? Isn't it amazing, too, how narratives change? Because less than a year ago, before he signed his contract, it was open season, and it was 
He's always banged up. He's already he's won, won, the, won, won MVP. He won probably won't do game. it again. One yep. playoff game. And here we are after this contract is finally signed a few months later, and this guy's going to win most valuable player. Hey, well, first of all, if you see what we see, we have to envy the Ravens in the way they go about handling business and mm. the way they go about doing things. And Ozzie Newsome is a last-ditch goodbye. He said, you know what, I'm going to draft Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. and I'm out. Curtains. Right? I left you with the best quarterback y'all ever had. Yep. Ever had. So I think that's the story. Uh, watching, uh, usually when you pay quarterbacks $400 million like Kansas City did, yep. you're watching Kansas City fall apart, mm-hmm. nobody to throw the ball to, uh, something's going on there. Miami. It's getting injured at the wrong time, don't you? Yeah, think? they're banged up. They banged hey, up. Hey man, they were playing Eli Apple in the secondary last week. Well, I love Eli because he talks a lot of. Trash. He does talk a lot of. <laughs> he talks a lot of smack, but he gets burned a lot too. No, 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 listen, that's why you got to be insane to play cornerback. Yeah, anybody get beat for two hundred yards and still be like, you know what? I'm the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> and to that's me. how he is. No, that's how we all are. Well, I guess that's, that's true. The yeah. men, that's the mentality of a cornerback. Like you have to be borderline insane. Mm-hmm. If you're not, you cannot play the position. You have to have the the, the memory of an ant. You can't really like. Take stuff serious. If, if it sticks on your wall, you're probably not going to last long in this game. So I enjoy watching corners play the way they're playing. San Francisco playing at the top of their game. Memphis is uh, the Cowboys. They look good, but I know they can't do one thing, and that's power running the ball. Yeah. They can't get fourth and ones. If you can't get fourth and ones, you can't win playoff games. I'm looking for them to play one more week than we play. I oh, love okay. it. They do it every year. Yeah. They play one more week, seven days, <laughs> and they be right there where we at. So, Cowboy fans, lick your wounds because you'll be right <laughs> there with us. One, But you'll be like 20 draft picks yeah. deeper than we will. Yep. But you're not going anywhere. It's going to be the same thing every year. Jerry calling into the local radio the station. Gerald. Jer- oh, Jerry. I just, you know, I thought I thought Dak had it this year. I've been, I've been, I've been crying in my pillow. But they're going to have to pay him again. Yeah. They're going to have to pay him because he's played some good ball this year. And he has. He, and I think he played good ball this year because he got back to doing what I asked him to do, running. Dak, mm-hmm. you are running quarterback. And I hate this with quarterbacks. They get paid mm-hmm. from throwing and running. And after they get paid, they just turn into a pocket pass. That ain't what got you paid. Right. What got you as a top quarterback is the threat of both. Right. If you take one away, you ain't that good. You're a different guy. Yep. Let's pay some bills. Why not pay these bills? Pay the bills. Huh? Get Loud Podcast is brought to you by Bet365, the official sporting bet partner of the Washington Commanders. Bet on a range of NFL markets with Bet365 app. Craft your own personalized bet slip with parlays. Access thousands of games with live streaming. Place your bet before the match or during the game. It's, it's up to you. Download Bet365 Bet365 app today and join 80 member million members worldwide. Age 21 plus. Must be physically located in Virginia. Gambling problem? Call or text one eight hundred Gambler. M W A A. We don't travel to escape life. We travel so life don't escape us. We dream of places anywhere in the world, and in the blink of an eye, we're there. That's the wonder of flight. All you have to do is decide where to. Dulles International Airport. Let your imagination soar. Book your adventure today at flydullis.com slash nonstop. Nailed it. Pay them bills. 
College football. Yep. All right. You hurt. I'm hurting. Hey, just say it takes long, huh? Down with the horn. Oh, no, no. Hey, Always listen. horns up. Hey, how do y'all feel about Quinn Ears right now? Quinn's great. Yeah. He just didn't get the job done. He didn't get the job. He was not great and fumbled the ball twice. You can't do that in a game like that. Is and he coming out this year? Or is he going? He's, he's, he's got to transfer. No, he's going to stay. At Texas? Oh, yeah. He's going to stay. How is he going to play with uh, Arch there? Arch Manning? Here's the thing. People don't realize the Mannings are different. They think different. They are different. Because what what did you hear before the portal season? Arch is going to transfer. Arch is going to transfer. No, he's no, not. No, he's not. No, he's not. He loves Texas. His family loves Texas. And the Mannings are different because they did this when Eli came out. Remember? If a Manning is not going to an organization that they want a Manning to go to, if they have to wait another year, they'll do it because they don't want what happened to Archie to happen to anyone Anyone, else. Anybody else. Because people forget Archie, the original, was great and played on the worst Saints teams ever. Well, that's what you do in sports. You become the best only to get drafted. Like, in what other job do you go to the worst company? If I'm the the number one tech guy in America, Mm -hmm. I'm probably working for Google. I'm probably working for the best company. Not in sports. You go to the worst company, and it happens all the time. I just don't see Ear standing there. Staying there. He might not. He could go. He could absolutely go. And also, Quinn hasn't made it through an entire season healthy yet. Yeah. Arch is going to play. And yeah. all the reports are Arch is the dude. It's just, just a matter of time. Yeah. And he and more than anything, he wants to learn under Sark. That's the key because Sark has put so many guys in the yeah. NFL. Well, I have to say this to you as a Texas Longhorn. Okay. Welcome to the family. SEC. Oh, here we go. Mississippi State, Texas. Oh, we're going to have all some right. bets coming right. up. Hey, hey. Welcome to the SEC. <laughs> East. You in? I mean, the West. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. in the West with us. Welcome, and uh, y'all will never be undefeated again. You're probably right. Uh, it's, it's, so, it's not the Big 12. Uh, and, and, and do y'all just take pleasure on just basically peeing on Texas A&M? Oh, like, every time they make a good move. It's great. Y'all one up there. They had a 10-year head start, and they blew it. <laughs> they blew it. You absolutely blew it. Hey, hey, listen, y'all will not let Texas A&M live. Nah. All right? And that's fine with me. Right. And that's fine with me. But at the end of the day, we got what? We got Washington. Uh, Michigan. Michigan. What's going to happen? I'm going Michigan. I am too. Because Michigan does nothing great. They do everything good. Mm-hmm. I call that a renaissance man. All right? Yeah. Grandma used to say that. I want you to be great at nothing. I want you to be good at a little bit of everything. Yep. Michigan play good special teams, good defense, good offense. And J.J. McCarthy. Is he the best to ever do it at Michigan? You know what? Jim Harbaugh said this. Now, people are going to hear this. They're going to say, he's not the best Michigan quarterback. It's Tom Brady. Yes. We're not talking about the best pro to come from Michigan. The one thing about the football guys, they are very even. If you are the greatest college football player, you will not be the greatest pro. The only time I seen that is in the the, the, the case of Barry Sanders. Barry was always great. other than that... It's yes. usually either one or the it's other. True. I let you be good in both. Yeah. I won't let you be great in both. Tom was not great. He was pretty Listen, look at it this way. Yeah. If you're amazing in college as a quarterback, you're a first-round draft pick. Yeah. Tom was a sixth-round draft pick for a reason. reason. Yes. Doesn't mean he's not the GOAT now. He is. But if he were so great in college, you're coming out in the first round. Hey, think about it. Tim Tebow, greatest college quarterback you can make that argument. of all time. Terrible 
in the NFL. That's right. It, so it's always going to be a give and a take. I see it all the time. Peter Ward, greatest college wide mm-hmm. receiver all time. Not so much in the pros. Vince Young, my guy. Hey, hey, but I thought Vince. He was – there was about a couple years there. He won rookie of the year, I believe. Yeah, I've been saying, but his coach uh, – Oh, my, Jeff Fisher. Oh, Jeff my Fisher God. Jeff Fisher could be pound for pound the worst coach to ever coach in the league. That was a bad matchup. I don't I don't even see how he kept a job. Like, I just really – I don't know what he had on some people. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, to me, Jeff Fisher, I have never heard a player say a good thing about Jeff Fisher. Mr. 7 and 9. That's what he did. That's what he did. That's what he did. 79, 79, 79, 79. 79. That's what we're going to do. I think we're there. So, I, I like Michigan, and I think part of the reason is – and you nailed it as far as what they do X's and O's wise. There's nothing sexy about Michigan Mm-mm. at all. Like Michael Penix, he was carving us up in the Sugar Bowl. He's Left got hand. he's got three NFL receivers. He was dropping dimes. Michigan isn't sexy like that, but they don't have any outstanding Weakness, weaknesses. weaknesses. And that's what I base it on. Yeah, I don't. I, I base it on ceiling, not floor. Uh, at yeah. the end of the day, they do not have weaknesses in any aspect of their game. And they got that defining trait of us against the world mentality. Yeah. That makes teams dangerous. Once Harbaugh got suspended and we still in size, this is the only reason. We, that brought them together. Yep. And you give us one come and go. It galvanized we, them. We can take over the world. Like, that's how we feel. If I'm a bad man right now, MGM, mm-hmm. I'm going Michigan. I, I, I Listen, I'm going Michigan. I love what Washington does. It ain't nothing they don't do well. They carve people up. Mm-hmm. I don't see them doing it to the Michigan DBs. I just don't. Well, Texas just was more than happy to try and rush Penix with four. Didn't get to him. And if you like Michael Penix sit in the pocket, you will get carved. You will get carved you, up. You, and you that's carved. exactly what happened. But I'm also still caught up in how do I judge Michael Penix as a draft pick because a little older coming out. I was going to ask you about this. It's a fascinating question. A little older coming out. Uh, went through the bumps and bruises. Like, we got this this dynamic now with these old six years, seven years. Some scene. seven years. I'm ready for this era, and a lot of it has to do with COVID, obviously. Yeah. I'm ready for this era to, to be end. over it. Yes, because it's a little – and it, listen, I, I would take advantage of it too. Yeah. But sometimes it's unfair when you got a six, seven-year quarterback – you should be in the NFL right like, now. Like, I'm not shocked that Bo Nix is carving people up. You've been in college right, nine years. Right, Now, here's the thing about it, though. We've always had these guys that refused to leave college campuses. Even if they didn't play football. They didn't play football. They graduated <laughs> right. three years ago, and they still got to say how. And this that separation inside it. They don't mm-hmm. want to go in the real world, but now it's going to the athletes, where they are staying for a longer period. And I'm never shocked. I remember we had a player I had to play against, Auburn, Ronnie Daniels. He was a wide receiver. He was killing everybody. He was 27 years old because he went pro in baseball because that's what used to happen. The guys used to go pro in baseball, fail in Mm -hmm. baseball, and come back to college because they had all the eligibility. And I'm like, I'm not shocked he's killing people. You're playing against kids. Right. You're a grown man. All right, so Chris Winkie played against Chris. Grown man. Grown man. Baseball player. We've seen this before, but now we're getting these football players and baseball players mm-hmm. type time frame. I don't know how to grade you. Yeah. Like, how do I grade you? Like, I watch you beat up on kids. Mm-hmm. What you going to do when you get with people your age? Yeah. That's the big question, Jesus. 
as a college football fan, I'm I'm not thrilled with where we are with NIL and the portal. The portal has to be stopped. So I, I'm gonna. Is there a solution? The portal in particular, like how do you? Not that college football is broken, but it can be better. All right. Well, first of all, they're going through that test run right now to see mm-hmm. what it is. I think here we go. In my day, you you committed to a school and you stuck. Mm-hmm. All right. That's the way it was. I think they should limit the transfer portal to two transfers. Okay. Meaning you can only transfer twice. You can commit to a school. You can transfer. You don't like it. You can transfer. That's it. Yeah. You cannot keep jumping in. And I, I think it, it makes it hard for the NFL scouts to know where you are, first of all. Mm-hmm. It changes teams overnight. And the seniors in, in high school are suffering because the colleges want the transfers more than the senior mm-hmm. four stars and five stars. They would rather have a player that's already been coached up and ready to go, plug and play player. So it's messing up college recruiting from the high school perspective. Mm-hmm. So I think two transfers, and I think you got to cap the NIL. I was going to say that too. Yeah, I think I don't know where you cap it because when you have a Zion Williamson, a uh, uh, Arch Manning, yeah, they're going to bring in more money than your average. So I don't know where you cap it at. But I think you got to cap it, and you also got to limit how many times you can transfer. And it'll make guys second guess about transferring, knowing I only have two tries at it. Now the most serious question of all. What it is? Strawberry, uh-huh. Chad Z, mm-hmm. or Tubby, the Duke's Mayo mascot. What is your – because I'm going with the Pop-Tart, Strawberry. First of that all. That guy. First of all. Beautiful. It's these bowl games are losing me. Are they? They losing me. I came from a time when the Fiesta Bowl and the Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of them all, Peach Bowl. Now we got the Duke's Mayonnaise Bowl. Do you want Duke's Mayonnaise dropped on you if you win? I don't. I know it's I good do. for your hair, but it's mayonnaise, man. You just got to have something with you can dip in the mayonnaise. Now, the part tart I found funny. I, I found everybody eating. He was getting away. Smooth. He was patting the referee on the butt. Walked right behind him and went, only a Pop-Tart mascot could get away with it. And then he got eight. <laughs> and uh, then he got eight. Uh, hey, 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 <laughs> I'm fine with that. What about the Cheez-It dude? You with that? No. You know what happened? I, I discovered this because the Pop-Tart company and Cheez-Its, they're owned by the same parent company. Of course So at the last minute, they decided to have the Cheez-It come up out of the box like the Pop-Tart did. I'm like, we just saw this a few days ago. Why, if it worked once. Right. Try it again. Corporate we, America. We love Michael Jackson, and they pulled a Tito Jackson. That's what they gave us with, with the Cheez-Its, dude. All right, but I did like the Cheez-It chain. Did you see the diamond chain? Oh, yeah, I like that. Oh, that's made by a real jeweler. Oh, really? Yes, that's a $70,000 chain. I didn't realize it was that much. They gave it to the MVP. Listen, if they had these type things when I was in college, they are just they are making it rain. On these college kids right now. Imagine being on campus, campus right now. You at Texas. Mm-hmm. Jinx the wire receiver. Driving a, a Mercedes Benz 500. Freshman. Oh fresh, out of, fresh out of high school. I'd never leave college. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, stay, I'd stay in for nine years. Hey, now you know why it's six-year seniors. Yeah. Why are you? Like, nobody's in a rush anymore. Think about if you're a girls basketball player. You make more in college than you do in Easy. Yes. If I'm Angel Reese, I'm not leaving LSU. Right. I'm going to stay to my senior year 
And hopefully I can play two senior years. I, it's, it's just different on a college. A college campus is different now. Yeah. Think about if you're a professor in college now and you're pulling up in your Volkswagen Beetle and your student pulls <laughs> beside you in a Rolls Royce or a Lamborghini. Yeah. And you like, did you do your homework today? No. Did you do your homework today? Because I am the success story. And you, <laughs> my friend, <laughs> you're not successful. It's huh? a different world, man. It's a different world. It's a different campus. It's a different mindset. Come on. If you're sitting there with like hundreds of thousands of dollars in your pocket and you're like, fellas, what y'all want to do for spring break this year? Let's go to Antarctica. <laughs> All right, whatever you think about, you you can do it. You can do it. Like we're watching these guys courtside at the mm-hmm. Lakers game. We, it's we, crazy. We're watching Shadur Sanders at the Nuggets game, and he's just chilling, you know, chain out. When I was in college, I was like, I think I can afford this cold cut combo from Subway. <laughs> uh, five dollar football. Five dollar football, baby. <laughs> Listen, it was a different Roman noodles. Ruled the campus. <laughs> nice Uber at the highest level. Uber eats. It's true. I'm just Ubering from the steakhouse. You want anything? It's different now, and I don't think we got control of it. Oh, not at all. I, th- I think it's it's at its wildness. It's at its peak right now. It's the wild west right now, and we need to bring it back down. I think eventually it will happen. I think for the good of the sport, it needs to happen. And then imagine being at a school like a beach school, like a California school, UCLA, uh, Florida. Something like that, and mm. you got all the NIL money. I just never keep a shirt on. I just drive a Jeep with no <laughs> doors on it. You go to class, no shirt on. No shirt on. What are you going to do? Flops, which you're not going to do anything to me. I, I make more money than you. <laughs> We're going to pay some bills and then talk Commanders Cowboys. First, have I talked to you about Honda? You did. Mm. Let's talk about it again. Please. Feel the power of the CRV Hybrid and Accord Hybrid, Honda's most electrifying vehicles. Yet, find adventure in one of Honda's rugged SUVs and trucks like the Pilot Trail Sport, Honda's most rugged SUV ever, or experience the thrilling performance of the Funder Drive Honda Civic with an available turbocharged engine if you want it. Woo! Power. Yeah. Performance. Ruggedness with Honda. Find the Honda perfect for you. See your local Honda dealer today. And SeatGeek. Is it breaking news? It is every week on this show. Yeah, it is. They are the Thank official you. ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders. The deal is finalized. They are the newest member of the fam. So if you're buying tickets, selling tickets in the DMV. Anywhere in the universe. Anywhere. It doesn't matter if it's Commanders tickets, concert tickets, any live event. SeatGeek is the place to do it. The new official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders. So Commanders fans... Can fan. Hey, that's what you gotta do, man. Maybe you can catch a get seat geek to get you a a place our seat on the plane that's going to the moon with Elon Musk. You know, oh, there know. you go. It'll be happening yeah, before yeah, you know yeah. it. Listen, Elon not leaving me. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm going with you. You know what I'm tired of? Yeah. Every here's the thing. Every week when I come out to do this show, yeah. after my show in the mornings, yeah. I have to take an Uber out here, lift whatever. And, of course, there's always – and this is, for me, coming from D.C., this is a 45, 50-minute drive. Yeah. And I just finished talking sports. I'm going to talk with you. So I just need a little break. Yeah. And sure enough, this happens all the time. Like today. You work for them? I was like, I do a little work. Ah, I'm a Cowboys guy. Big, Why are there so many Cowboys oh, right. fans in this area? And I definitely didn't want to talk about hey, that. Hey, first of all, I, I did my investigations here all right, with this subject. I think every middle child 
in the DMV. <laughs> okay. And you know, your middle child going to go left when everybody else yep. going right. I think every middle child said, you know what? It's only one way to disappoint my family. And that's, to, <laughs> and that's to I'm going to do Cowboys it. Friend. I'm going to do it. All right? And that's what it is. <laughs> and wherever your rivalry is, yeah. it's going to be a lot of the others. Like, it's a lot of Washington fans in Dallas. Nobody likes to talk about it. Because yep. the middle children down there go left. All right? <laughs> I'm not going to be a Cowboy. I'm going to be a Washington fan. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's a love-hate relationship. And it's it's I'm gonna go left when y'all going yeah. right. I'm just gonna I'm gonna bend the I'm gonna bend the corner. I'm, yeah. I'm through with y'all. Like I think it's defiance. Mm-hmm. The word defiance is the right thing. Like people trying to defy the norm. Mm-hmm. The norm in Dallas, cowboy fan. I'm gonna be washed. The norm in Washington, Washington fan. Yep. I'm gonna be Dallas. And I think that's what it got to do with. And Cowboys fans are very like how should I say it? Bandwagon. They ain't bandwagon. They are very like, they're very educated people about the game, mm-hmm. but they fandom them, clouds their vision. Yes. Every year they think they go into the Super Bowl. Every year they don't. <laughs> Every year they think we are America's team. It's Dallas. It's not America's team. That's from the 70s. You're almost in Mexico. Huh? You're not <laughs> America's team. The flag has way more stars on it than that one. <laughs> now, now Jerry is a good sell. Uh, oh, he's yeah, he can sell yeah. water to a whale. I sure can. He's he's that dude. You're not America's team. Like if I had to truly write down the reasons why mm-hmm. a team should be America's team, it should be Washington. Well, the nation's Which, capital. Cap- Thank you. George Washington didn't live in Dallas. <laughs> ben Franklin didn't live in Dallas. None of the presidents lived. Huh? Now we got the Bush family. Other than that, it's nothing. You know what? If you don't pick us, I hate to say this, mm-hmm. New England is more of America's team. Oh, okay. Than Dallas. <laughs> All right? So you can put lipstick on a pig. It's still a pig, and I love bacon. <laughs> <laughs> so what is one thing you want to see? Clearly the Cowboys are the huge favorites coming in. We yeah. get that. We know the season is over after this weekend. But what is one area – of improvement that you would just like to see from this commander squad? I want the Cowboys to walk in, and I want them to limp out. Take an L. Uh, not It don't even have to be an L. Mm-hmm. I want them to get physically beat up. I want to physically impose our will on them. I want to make sure they don't come in there and leave as healthy as they did. Yeah. I don't want them smiling. They already going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> but I want them to physically feel pain when they leave FedEx Field. Okay. I don't care if it's the left tackle or Tony Pollard or whoever. I just want them to say, you know what, this was a, this mm-hmm. was not easy. I And we played them last game last year, and that was Sam Howell's first win. I remember I, that. So Sam Howell is, what, one and one against the Cowboys? Yep. Let's see what happens, man. What about you? What you want to see? I want to see some fight. I'm like you. And with that fight comes physicality. Yeah. It doesn't – look, I'm like you. I don't like moral victories either. I want to see a team take it to Dallas. And even if Dallas wins, I want Dallas to walk out saying, we got beat up today, like you were saying. Yes. Like, I want to see a team that I don't care what the score is. I don't care about the matchups, the points, but I want to see this commander's team come out one time and say, you know what, it's our home field. It's our last game of the season. 
we don't like you guys. We're going to show you we don't like you, and we're taking it to you every play. I want to see some dog. You cannot let people come in your house and kick your couch. Right. And that's what we've been doing this year. Like, we just haven't protected home field. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, end the season on a good note. Physicality and respect is what you want. Because they don't give respect out for free. That's right. Yeah. That's what we want to see. It is a Seat Geek podcast, the Get Loud podcast presented by Seat Geek. That's Smoot. I'm Jinx. Happy New Year. Let's see what happens. This Stay weekend. away from the Mohawks. Oh. The views and opinions expressed by our podcast guests and or hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Washington Commanders or any of their representatives.